everyone, and welcome to Paella and Pizza, a podcast brought to you by exchange students. Hello, you guys. How are you? Hello. Good. How are good. you? I'm super excited because today we finally have four microphones, which means that we can all talk and we don't have to do weird things with like the headsets yeah. and the microphones. And you guys are going to be able to hear everything well. Definitely yeah. more comfortable. Yes. I'm the one with the weird mic, so <laughs> you guys should not talk about that. You should but feel okay. like a singer, though. Cause that's, yeah, that's I, I do. I do a mic. little bit. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I like it. So today we're going to talk about cultural shocks and first impressions. Yes. We're also going to talk about how we like said goodbye, I feel like, in our home country and how it was like uh-huh. the first, I don't know, airport goodbyes. And I don't know, this year was kind of weird because of COVID. I don't know how it was for you guys, but at least in Madrid, um, I don't know, Barcelona. Well, I actually don't know where you flew from, Lucia. I don't know if you flew from Madrid or Barcelona. From Barcelona. Barcelona. In Madrid, they were having this restriction that they only allowed one parent to come in yeah in barcelona too but well they said my both parents can come with me but my grandma was there too and we started crying but because she couldn't come with us and then the person that was there he's like it's fine you can go with her so oh, i had nice. three persons with me but there was like four exchange students with only one parent oh no i know that'll be a really sad yeah goodbye. yeah i mean in italy at least in milan they didn't have restrictions and I feel like even though COVID was like in the middle, um, we kind of got used to it. So I feel like there wasn't really a difference. I had both of my parents, but there were exchange students who had like boyfriends, girlfriends, sisters, cousins, grandmas. So there was no like limits to mm-hmm. people. Yeah, for us, it was like one parent. But for some, I mean, and we were like, OK, my mom will come and and my dad was like expecting to stay outside but then the guard like ended up letting him go so that mm-hmm. was great i flew from milan too but it was kind of like a month later than you eduardo and we didn't have restrictions so my parents could come with me to the airport until the check-in um it was kind of empty the airport because i don't know it was like morning very early so nobody was there it was kind of empty, so no restrictions at all. Yeah. Did you guys um, flew with other exchange students? Do you have a monitor adult, or how was that? Yes, I flew with like five exchange students. There was people from other cities, like Teruel, for example. Um, no one lives in Teruel, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was so fun because we could help each other. We also had a person from our agency helping us, but then... After checking everything, we were alone. So that's good that we have each other. As n- if one gets lost, all of us are lost. So it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed like all the flights and stuff because it was like a group of eight to ten people. Mm-hmm. And But then in Italy, then we went to Brussels and we found another Swedish group. And so we all st- we stick together. And it was really fun, actually. And we were all sitting close to each other on the plane. So that was really nice. That's cool. Well, I flew from Milan to Newark. And um, I didn't fly with anyone. Like, during the flight, I didn't... (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know anyone. Eduardo just shed a tear. (laughs) Very sad. But then when I arrived here in the United States, there were a lot of um, exchange students, so I met them. But then when 
we were doing like the immigration stuff and all the documents. Like they didn't let me pass because I don't know. I don't know what about my Wait, documents. What do you mean they didn't let you pass? I don't know. I just showed my documents and they were like, okay, you come with me. And so I went with them. In like a in like another room. I waited there for like an hour. That's super scary. Yeah, it was very scary. I was like, oh my gosh, all my documents are like wrong. wrong. I don't know. Or like I thought probably something in my suitcase was wrong or I don't know. And it was kind of scary. So that's why I didn't meet anyone. No like criminals in America. Students. Huh? No criminals in America. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Literally. I flew with three other girls, Marina, Sol, and Clara. And I'm still kind of like in contact with him just like through Instagram and stuff. So that's great. One one day we'll have Marina on the podcast. I've been talking with her about that. And we did not have an adult. Like we just had our parents for the check-in. And then once we passed security, we were by ourselves. And we it kind of took us a long time to like regroup because we all knew we were flying with each other. But we were not, like, meeting at some point. We just, like, got to the airport different times because, like, Marina's from Sevilla. So, I mean, she stayed at a hotel, but then someone else was coming from another place. So everyone was, like, regrouping. And then after security, we all, like, met. And we're like, okay, now let's stick together. Like, like, if anyone wants to, like, buy something, go to the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. Let's, like, all stick together. So, wait, do you fly from Madrid? Yeah. Yeah, I flew from Madrid. But, like, the flight, I'm pretty sure, was, like, at 11.30 Okay. Meaning I had to be at the airport at like nine at the very yeah, latest like because it's like two, before. three hours, especially if it's for yeah. the United States. And then where I live, it's two hours ever from the airport or two and a half. So I had to leave my house at like five in the morning. Yeah, I, I remember I woke up like at 3 a.m. Yeah, I, I literally, couldn't sleep I literally didn't sleep. I was like super calm the days before, but then it was nighttime and I swear I slept 20 minutes in my mom's bed because I I simply couldn't sleep at all. At least you guys slept. I slept like the, minutes. the day before, and then I left my house at like 10 p.m. of the 21st of July, and I have I had to be in Milan at 3 a.m. 22nd of July. 21st of like July. Gosh. So like you came here super early. Mm-hmm. Why? You, okay, that's really cool. Actually, I want to know why. Because of your agency. I mean, flights started the 15th of July, so I could have taken that one. But I wanted to come here as soon as possible. And, but at the same time, I didn't want to miss some birthdays. So Yeah, it makes sense. I feel like we all wanted to come here, but at the same time, we all wanted to like, spend a very good summer in our home country. Like, yeah, I'm going to like do a lot of fun stuff before I leave, be, but we also wanted to leave. For me, it was like mostly going to see my grandma that I always see her like on August 15 or something like that so it just had to be after that and i don't know about you guys but for me the departure day and all of the flights and stuff that day was like one of the happiest days because i was really excited but i had nightmares about that day for like a month like after that yeah why because all of the stress and all like the the fear of missing a flight and to like i don't know it's just really nerve-wracking no. Where did you guys have, um, if you had a, like, a layover? Because mine was in Dallas. And Dallas has this like sky train that you have to take. And we were all by ourselves. I mean, I was really the mom friend in that trip. But 
yeah, we had to take a sky train and like find the new gates and like everyone there but Sol and me were going to different places. Uh, Clara was going to Alaska, Marina was going to Iowa, another kid was, go- was going to Nashville. So everyone was going different places. So I just like made sure everyone got in the right gate before like we could go to our own gate. And then you had for some reason to like recheck in the luggage. Like you had to pick up like your big bag yeah. and check it back in again. And yeah. we were super lucky because ours were already out. So that was super fast. Yeah. Um, I went from Barcelona to Newark and then Newark to Portland. So... Yeah, at first we landed all together and it was easy at first, but then we had to do like the paperwork and everything and show our documents. So I don't know why I had to stay more time than the other exchange students. So I was alone at the end and it was scary because that airport is so big and there's a lot of people and it was like 2 p.m. So it was full of people and I was running so much because I couldn't find the gate and everything. So it was so scary, but well, now I'm here so <laughs> that's good I feel you so um, as I said first I flew from Milan to Newark and then at Newark they stopped me for the immigration for like an hour and then I waited there for six hours like at the airport to take the flight from Newark to Portland and it was so boring I just I don't know, uh, I just walk around the airport, but then they changed me the gate. And it was kind of confusing because the gate was in the other terminal. So I needed to walk all over the airport and it was so confusing. But yeah, yeah. boring at the same time because I needed to wait six hours there. Yeah, that's really confusing for once. And then just like being in an airport, you don't know. By because myself. I feel like we all flew, have flown a couple times from like some of our airports in our country. So you kind of know the way or like... I mean, you obviously know the language better and then it's more familiar, but then you're not like super big airport because airports here are huge by yourself because you were by yourself, by yourself, like only Pamela. And then you have to like find a new terminal that's like super scary. And in English, especially. In, in English, yeah. yeah. And like you're probably sleep deprived, super tired from the flight. I don't know about you guys, but I, for some reason, did not sleep at all on my nine hour flight. I... Marina was to my left and Sol was to my right and I saw them sleeping all the time and I was so jealous because I kept trying to sleep and I just couldn't. I slept all the time. You're so lucky. I had a woman next to me but on the other side I didn't have anyone so I was just laying there and it was so good. I had two connecting flights. Uh, I had Milan, Brussels, Brussels, Chicago, Chicago, Portland. That's a long flight. That was complicated (laughs) but I mean at least I was not alone until Chicago a huge airport with really a lot of terminals and they're like so far away from each other uh but fortunately i had like uh two other exchange students that were in my same terminal so that that was good was chicago detroit the airport you flew from well maybe i'm sounding stupid maybe detroit is not in chicago but i think it is no idea okay good i don't want to sound like an american but i have no idea Okay, I'm curious about your cultural shocks and first impressions of America. Just tell me about it. Well, I feel like my very first morning, like, I got here on a Saturday and then Sunday. We went, like, grocery shopping in the morning. 8 a.m., which is kind of weird. You would never go grocery shopping at 8 a.m. in Europe because, one, anything's open, and two, it's a Sunday, so probably anything's open even less. And we went, and people in, like, grocery stores were just so nice for some reason like they'd be like hi good morning how's your day going uh wonderful amazing 
uh, show stopping and they would just like bag your groceries. Oh, thank you so much. You don't have to do it, blah, blah, blah. They would just be so kind for like, and I was so shocked because in Spain, I feel like they just like, take you maybe good morning, maybe hello. They just like tell you how much you owe and then buy and probably hopefully have a good day. But it's not like that much interaction. And after some months here, people are like, yeah, it's all fake. We all hate like people that worry like, yeah, we all hate having like this small talk. But I don't know. I really still appreciate that people just like are nice, even if they don't mean it. It just makes my day better, I guess. Yeah, it happened to me, too. Like um, the first time I went to the grocery store, uh, like I paid for my for like my toiletries and stuff. And so me and my host family were different like cash registers and so <laughs> at some point i say like good morning and they're like well good morning how are you how's your day been and i'm like okay um <laughs> good how are you yeah like the first like few times you don't know how to respond to like how's your day going because you're obviously not gonna tell them yeah well i guess i'm blah 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 blah, blah. you're not gonna tell them your whole life but <laughs> Like, you still have to be nice, you know? It's very weird just tell someone, like a stranger in a store, about your day. It's kind of weird, but they're just so nice. I've noticed that at the beginning, they're like, hey, how are you doing? And they just ask about your day, and they're very sweet. I really like this part of, like, this this part, you know? Yeah, and from the people that I've talked to, this is also not just a all-United States thing, but kind of a Pacific Northwest thing. Pacific Northwest is just like Oregon, Washington, and kind of like Northern California. And they say that it is a thing that's more unique to here rather than just the whole states. Because I don't know if you guys have been to the states before, but in Pennsylvania where I was, people were not mean, but they were just not as nice, you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I noticed the same thing when I went to Wyoming and and also when I went to Yellowstone. Um, When did you go to Wyoming? Uh, well, I came here the 22nd of July, so that... Okay, I could yeah, do makes sense. You had <laughs> so a lot of time to do stuff. Yeah, I went to Yellowstone um, the 8th of August, my mom's birthday, and yeah, and so like it, it took us like two days to drive there, and we stopped in Wyoming and Idaho. So it was fun. And I also want to say uh, that I had a lot of difficulties trying to answer to what's up me too <laughs> okay people people were saying hey what's up and i was like good mm-hmm. how are you <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is not right i feel like you just have to say nothing what about you but it's just so weird why would you ask someone what's up what's but just up? to say nothing you know well but some people like reply with what's up so like what's up what's up <laughs> yeah there's a friend that told me like you just need to say like hey and just that yeah not like good how are you <laughs> It was so embarrassing. <laughs> That's definitely one of the things I struggle like right now. Cause, with yeah. WhatsApp? We, yeah, I still struggle with that. Because like, what is that? Wh- yeah, What's what do you say? The reason, yeah. You I say nothing much. Yeah. Nothing much. No, I say not much, I think, not a lot much. of the time. Um, yeah. I'm thinking of like slangs that people use here. I'm just thinking of all the like... Slay. <laughs> slay, <laughs> slay is a very common one right now. But I'm thinking of all the... Like, the written ones that people use in like Snapchat, like ID, IDK, uh, NGL. Oh and at the very first, like, I mean, I have a friend that lives in the UK and when we snap, like we use all of that. But at the very beginning, I just had to look everything up on Urban Dictionary, yeah, which is so embarrassing to admit. And la- now I like, I use most of them now, but I still have to sometimes like search something. Yeah. Um, I, I remember like school started after like a week and I was talking to someone 
and they wrote like ATM. And I mean, I knew that it was at the moment, but I don't know why I thought it was like the ATM machine. So I was like, <laughs> what, what does money have to do with what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I didn't use an app before coming here. So I didn't know any of these abbreviations. I don't know how to call this, but um, express, I don't yeah. know. expressions, yeah. expressions, these weird things. And when I started talking to people from South, from our high school, they started using that. And I'm like, wait, what does that mean? And like, I didn't know that was that mean like a, f a sentence or something. So I was asking them and they were like, you don't know what does that mean? I'm like, no, I'm from Spain. We don't use that. So uh, yeah, it was so fun at first, but now it's easier. And I think we all use that. I don't know about Spain, but at least like in Italy, if you text and you kind of like do abbreviations, you're not a cool people. Like You're not? No, you're not. I mean, I think it, in Spain it depends because... Well, you guys know a little bit of, well, you know, a lot of Spanish, but you know a little bit of Spanish. For example, if you say, por qué, uh, you can put just like P and e Q, Q yeah. and that's fine. But like, it is true that like, if you start using like K's and like weird things, you're definitely, as you say, like, not not cool, but it's just like, less it's just weird. weird. Yeah, like, just well, like, why would you do that? But you can use like short abbreviations, just like PQ or just a normal Q or stuff like that. But not like when people start really really shortening all the words that like they leave no vowels in it you know yeah mm -hmm. i don't know about you eduardo but i never use abbrevi abbreviations because it just feels so weird like no, perque, perque. <laughs> <laughs> no my mom uses prk mm. but i i never use those i mean maybe if i'm in a rush like i just yeah. text yeah, that makes sense. like if you really think about it abbreviations are kind of dumb because it's like three more letter three more letters but we're just like yeah i'm gonna save myself from writing two letters today by writing pq instead of porque yeah like que in spanish that we only use, use a the k. q yeah, no, it's, it's so like, it's so stupid but now it's naturally you do that like you don't even realize what are you doing uh well so i have to say that where i'm from in pisa we use abbreviations like when we talk so mm. i don't know no Pamela, i disagree i don't like that Pamela knows about this so Our verbs end, end with, like, A-R-E or I-R-E or E-R-E. -E. And so we just take Crash out... Crash Italian course. What? <laughs> Crash Italian course. I know, right? You're so lucky you have a free Italian class. Um, and so we just take out the R-E at the end. So, like, do you want to go eat? E is mangiare. It would be... Manja. No. Sure, but that's like kind of like the accents from the places where I live. We also have an accent, and I feel like just every place has like their ways of like. No, but they just they sure just like the take off letters from yeah. the words. Same. I mean, honestly, like from Extremadura, same. We never finishes the words. I'm, I'm fine <laughs> well, with that. Yeah. No. Well, but I'm talking dialect with Eduardo sometimes, like my dialect. Yeah, but like, yeah, I that's what capillo. I'm saying. I got capillo. Okay, literally, you know. <laughs> So we're talking about like Snapchat and abbreviation, and I feel like Snapchat is a bit, I don't know if it can be called a cultural difference, but at least I in Europe, I do not use Snapchat. In Spain, if you use Snapchat, you're like not cool. You're like, kind of like stuck in 2017. Yeah, <laughs> we um, only use Snapchat for filters, like and filters, it was like five like years the, ago. Like the dog filter. Yeah, and that no one, one. No one uses that anymore, no. you know? <laughs> And people also don't use WhatsApp. That's like what every European uses. And we use like iMessages, which is great. But mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you guys have iPhones, but if you don't have an iPhone, that kind of sucks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I have I have a funny experience with Snapchat because before coming here, one of my friends told me like, well, if you have a high snap score, then you're popular at school. So I was like, okay, I have to get ready. So I started <laughs> snapping 10 pictures every five seconds to no, like celebrities. Oh That's gosh. annoying. And um, one day I was like scrolling through them and Khloe Kardashian apparently <laughs> opened my snaps. Oh my no, God. that's because no like, her when assistant. like when like a teen, a lot of time passes, it just like says it's open. It happened to me with Taylor Swift too. Like it just says it open, but it really, it's not. But it wasn't like a year or something. No, but like, I, I mean, I highly like doubt that Khloe Kardashian opening your pictures. Well, maybe it was not her well it, it was I mean, probably I know, not her but, but i just don't see a reason why one chloe kardashian would be using snapchat and second why would she need to open the snaps well her assistant maybe well, open snaps well she's gonna be like yeah let's see all the weirdos that's not that's not her <laughs> no well, or maybe it was like oh this is eduardo i have to i have to open it sure i am absolutely sure that's how it went Okay, so I also have a, a fun <laughs> story with Snapchat. I think it was my first week here. I knew a girl before coming here from South, and I started talking to her by Snapchat. And then one day she's like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend just broke up with me. And like the abbreviation, LOL, in Spain we use that like, wow. But here <laughs> people use that like... Yeah, like just to laughing. Yeah, and we use so it like a surprise. Like, yeah, we're mm, like, oh, oh my gosh, I know. Oh my it's gosh, it's so wow. bad. So, um, when she told me that, I'm like, LOL, why? And she's like, LOL, why, why are, are you, you making fun of that? And I'm like, I'm not making fun of that. I'm just asking why. And she's like, well, you <laughs> you wrote LOL. I'm like, yeah, like wow. And she's like, no, that doesn't mean. That. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so that's, sorry. That's so funny because I saw <laughs> I don't know I saw like a TikTok or something a while ago that was like. Americans, when they found out that Spaniards use LOL as, like, a surprise rather than, like, laughing, yeah. you know? Yeah. It I means, know. like, laughing out loud, I think. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're definitely going to do, at some point, an episode with, like, friends and making friends and all of that. But I feel like, at first, um, kind of how you spend your time is really different than how you spend it in Europe, at least for me. And I know for you guys has also been, too. It was really hard for me to get used to spend time with my friends here differently as I spend time with my friends in Italy because in Italy we just text each other and say like hey want to go downtown or like city center if I can call it like that yeah down downtown's fine I'm down pretty downtown. sure downtown yeah and so like we spend the time like the afternoon um downtown and we we go to like coffee bars they're not like bars because I Cafes. mean Cafes, yeah, if I call yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it more like that. bars rather than cafes, though. I mean, yeah, yeah I in mean, Italy, they they're bars. Any. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, we call it bar, but they sell I mean, they anything. They are bar. They are bars. They sell alcohol, but... Yeah, but, like, but you, can buy, you, you can buy non-alcohol yeah. stuff. Exactly. So we spend the afternoon there, and then there's, like, um, the church over there, and so we spend all the afternoon there. So, like, here, it's not that you say, oh, hey, let's go downtown, because it's gonna, like... I know, like, in Spain at least, it's, like, so easy. And I guess it also makes sense when you're, like, you when you have been friends with someone for a longer time, it makes more sense to plan for plans to be, like, more casual, whereas here you kind of have to plan them more. But it is true that people here, like, meet to do stuff. And this is something that everyone kept saying. Like, you're going to make plans. You're not going to just, like, oh, yeah, let's go downtown, as you were saying. Because yeah. 
one, yeah. well, I feel like in Oregon, especially the weather's obviously not helping. So in Spain, at least you can just like go outside, sit, whatever, and the weather's usually going to be pretty nice, hopefully. And I don't know, like you can just walk around, sit in bars, and it's something that everyone can do, whereas here bars are very restricted. And when you make plans, you're just like going to someone's house or going to do an activity rather than just hanging out, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel that plan planning stuff here with friends is like harder than yeah. planning stuff. And you can walk anywhere. Like yes, that's yeah. That's, that's the problem. I mean, we're exchange students. We don't have our Cars. driver license, yeah. so <laughs> that's. I would say that's like big, big, big cultural difference. Yeah. That you drive everywhere, uh, whereas in Europe, uh, you can mostly walk everywhere. Like mm -hmm. when you go places, even like I feel like at least for me, when I go like places to like to a club or a bar or something like that, I always come back walking or like go yeah. walking even if it's like maybe late at night i mean you obviously with someone you do not want to get kidnapped but <laughs> like you you come walking it's what i mean it's not like you're gonna get like an uber or something i mean obviously nowhere to live but you're not gonna like get someone to drive you if that makes sense even if it's late or cold yeah. you know and just for normal activities like for school we come either by bus or um we come either by bus or by or by car And then just, like, to go places, we just go by car all the time. Yeah, and, like, mostly because we can drive at 18, so it's not like it here in America, uh, like, high schoolers go out with cars because they can get a driver's license at 16. But for us in Europe, it's different because we have to wait 18, and until then, we have to ask our parents for everything. Yeah, and it's not like you need it that much. So, I mean, you're asking your parents for it if you need it, but... It's not like you need it that much, you know? Also because if you walk somewhere, it's not that you are going to walk for, like, a long time because everything is near, so it's not that you need, like, yeah, exactly. a car. Everything just feels closer, even if the city even if the city is bigger, everything just feels closer and that you can get, like, everywhere. Yeah. Well, I feel like we still have a lot that we could add and, the, like, a lot more of cultural difference that we can say. But we have to finish this episode right here. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I think it was a great one. And if you have other questions, don't don't be scared to text us on our Instagram profiles and we'll make sure to add answers on our nec next episode. Yeah, you can just text us to our personal Instagrams that are on the bio of our podcast Instagram that is always linked in the description. And if you want to come here and talk with us and be in the podcast, just text us so you can come here. Yeah, so we can make that happen. Thank you so much for Thank listening. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.